Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages from the hills of El Dorado County on the casting couch. Pause for laughter. Oh, wait, I read that. It's the Adventures of Poncho and Sancho. Brought to you by E Street MX Park, Dirt Coffee Company, and Sweet Aroma CBD. Now here's Poncho and Sancho. What's going on, boys and girls? The Adventures of Poncho and Sancho, or should I just say Adventures of Poncho and Sancho, something like that. I'm your co-host, Ian McAdam, a.k.a. Poncho. First and foremost, cheers, everybody. Oh, that sounded crispy. My uh, co-host, Sancho, he's on maternity leave right now. So, uh, wish him, definitely wish him well. But I knew I couldn't hold off on uh, adding to some more content for you guys. So, I said when the podcast idea first dropped, it come to you with a little more... I don't know how to put it a little more just up front, not so glossed up, not so fancy and kind of serious from time to time, which I know for those of you that know me personally, he it's he look at me talking about myself in the third person. Uh, It's out of character for me to be serious because what do I do the best? I entertain, I make people laugh and that's what I really enjoy. But that being said, that actually parlays me into our uh, entire episode, which I will do this kind of short, mostly because I don't have my co-host with me. And like I said, he's on maternity leave, Baja Racer 2930. Go find him or Cook Off-Road on Instagram. Wish him good luck. Wish him well currently because uh, my best friend just had a daughter and she's pretty freaking adorable. I don't know whose kid it is. Like, that's how adorable it is, because he's ugly. But anyway, before we get into something, I'm going to try and break into an ad, and then we'll be right back with our entire episode on mindset. Since the ad function on my computer doesn't really seem to work, I might as well just do them myself. The people that help make this possible, E Street MX Park, from the beginning of me with a microphone in front of me, there's been one family, one organization, one one facility that has been behind me 110% and everything I've ever done. And that's East street MX park, short course, off-road and motocross along with your occasional off-road race as well. Check them out. East street MX park.com and East street MX park on Facebook and Instagram, your home in Northern California for short course, off-road side-by-sides, which they are kind of one in the same side-by-side racing as well as motocross. Dirt Coffee Company, new edition as of last episode. Super stoked on these guys. There's nothing better than somebody that supports the little guy that somebody wants to to help the average Joe have a cup of Joe. I mean, is that not the coolest thing ever? The average Joe to have a cup of awesome Joe. I don't know. I guess I'll come up with a better tagline for him later. Dirt Coffee Company, spelled D-Y-R-T. And you can get those guys on Facebook and Instagram as well. And uh, we will be doing a blind taste test on Dirt Coffee Company versus Designer Coffee Company stuff here in a future episode. And last but certainly not least, Sweet Aroma CBD, the CEO of the company, Cameron, and I go all the way back to 85 Beginner at probably 12 and 14 years old because I think I have a couple years on Cameron. And there is nothing better for your aches and pains, sleepless nights. Ditch the ibuprofen. Ditch any other kind of opioid-ish substance for aches, pains, anxiety, inflammation, 
take a look at CBD. See what CBD can do for you. Sweet Aroma Nationwide on Instagram. And that is the way to go. Sweet Aroma Nationwide on Facebook as well. And now back to the show. And we're back. I just realized that I tried this through the actual uh, app I was using and it didn't work. So I'm trying something completely different. So like I said briefly before... I had to uh, give the proper shout out to those who've helped me out in this insane journey that it is being an announcer and being a personality in motorsports. I have noticed a lot and I can draw, I'll start out with this by giving you guys a little more background on me as it pertains to society and as it pertains to, to life in general. My dad and I, when I race motocross, he, he put himself aside. He spent a lot of time helping me out and it was the greatest thing ever because he did it in a very selfless manner. And I learned an absolute ton from the man just from how he, he kept himself when we were out at races when we were doing things together. And it was amazing. You know, he came from, he worked a very high pressure strenuous job. And like a lot of people do these days, especially more now these days in order to, in the state of California, for those of you that are listening possibly from out of state or even out of country, in the state of California, you have to absolutely work your ass off in order to be in the financial state necessary to provide a life like this to a child. And I can definitely thank you, Bruce McAdam, for everything and anything you've ever done for me, period, dot, exclamation point, as well as my mom, Denise. And... A few of you have met my mom at one of the uh, at the NorCal Rock Racing race that I commentated last year. Uh, both parents were there, and it was super cool that they got to see me in action doing this. So back to my whole spiel on how I grew up. This is where mental health and mindset come into things. So my dad and I, you know, my dad had his struggles, and he still does, and as we all do, had his struggles with mental health issues, and. Like I said prior, I mean, if I said it in this actual cut that I'm recording currently, to be completely transparent, I've definitely had my issues with anxiety as well. And, you know, people see me in front of thousands of people and they think, oh, wow, he must be so confident. Well, a lot of it has to do with just how life has conditioned you. I learned a lot by listening to my friend Alex Fico. A lot of you guys know him as Fiki, Bad Touch Supply. What other stuff has this guy done? The Go To Bed podcast, the Eating Shit podcast, RenoHomeBuyers.com. If you're in real estate, look him up. Fiki's the man. I've, I feel so enriched every time I listen to this dude, and he's going to listen to this and think I'm crazy. So life has conditioned me in a very interesting angle, and that being with my transition from race and motocross into what is kind of considered, at least in my mind, to be stereotypical life. You know, a lot of people dive in and they start doing drugs. A lot of people will, you know, go off the deep end as far as partying, drinking, whatever. I never did that. I got into the music business and I started fishing. So I found other hobbies to facilitate my time. And that was a mindset that my dad had actually bestowed in me. Now, with all that, him and I, when we were at the races together, would be th that would be our sweet spot. That would be our time together that I felt was the greatest of the time I've been his son. 
because no matter what happened, no matter if I crashed in the first turn and couldn't start my bike and rode five whole laps just trying to catch the guy ahead of me, which I've done that exact circumstance before a few times. If I even rode well and just didn't even catch the guy ahead of me, but if I had five more laps, I would have started picking people off. That one instance was a motocross race I was at in Hollister, and I'll never forget that. Crashed, had a hard time starting the bike, and I was just, I was fumed. Because my whole mindset was, all I wanted to do was catch one person ahead of me. That was it. And then if I started getting momentum, I'd keep that momentum and see where it took me. But I did not want to finish last. So, in a motocross, that's a big deal because you're, you're against... It can be 19 other people. It can be 39 other people. It depends on the gate. In this case, I believe it was 19. So I rode myself absolutely silly the entire time. And that, to this day, if my dad ever brings that up in conversation with people, he says that is the most proud he's ever been of me in my moto, in my time racing moto. Not my first moto win, not my super consistent run in the 85 class where I had like 27 top 10 finishes in a row, not my charge from beginner into novice and then almost cracking intermediate before I had to stop that one specific race where I came from dead last down in a corner, got my bike started and was a half a lap behind the rest of the field and caught every single one of them at the very last minute and I would have started picking them off. So that being said, mindset. Now I've seen a lot of parents. I see a lot of parents on a weekly basis between short course off road, outlaw carts and motocross. Now, before I go any further, I will not mention names. I am not intending on insulting, belittling or mischaracterizing anyone at all. I'm just portraying examples in hope to enlighten possible changes or even just give people a pat on the back without even necessarily saying it. So I'll start with this. There's this father and son duo in short course off-road. And when I met them both, they were, uh, dad was racing sportsman, son was racing a 170. And it was great. Father and son, there is no better bond than that period other than maybe father other than maybe mother and son because i'm not gonna lie to you guys i'm a mama's boy i mean if you met my mom you'd realize the awesomeness and the personality had to come from somewhere and it wasn't my dad that was definitely a beer swig moment so these two in particular and as well as there's a few other father and son duos as well that are very close to this i watched dad have a solid season in his car, in his class, and then his car went up for sale. And I was like, oh, darn, because I, I, I love seeing our classes grow in short course off-road. And I'm like, and we lost one. Darn. Well, he went out on a limb, and he took the entirety of what he had in his car, and it is now going to be, he took all that money, and he put it into a, a newer faster, crazier car for his kid. Now, selflessness is definitely 
I feel like that has gone by the wayside a lot because that was kind of the when I raised motocross that was the thing um, the theme among the families that I used to travel with father and son duos the dad just wanted to support the son and see the son have a good time we weren't trying to raise an the next Ricky Carmichael, Travis Pastrana, Kevin Windham, insert name here. They just wanted to be supportive of their kid, period. Now that alone, that mindset in motocross, I feel has gone by the wayside. And granted, I took 10 years off, 10 years off from being even involved in the industry whatsoever. And I was at a point where you, I could walk into a shop and at least two people in that shop knew who I was. Just because I'd networked myself that way. And it was great. But in this circumstance, I'm seeing now the mindset in motocross being shifted toward they want to parlay their families, want to parlay their kids into amateur nationals from the local level and then go further and further and further. And I'm watching it burn kids out. And let's talk about that for a second. Burnout is real. I don't care who you are. I don't care how tough you are. I don't care anything in this circumstance whatsoever. Burnout is real. And that's the last thing you want to do in a sport like motocross. Short course off-road, outlaw carts. I haven't even gotten to short course really or outlaw carts. But when I hear kids in roughly the 65 class that are struggling mentally, there's a problem. Now... What happened in motocross is I saw a transition between, like I said, supportive and wanting to go and just make sure your kid has a fun time. Now, I don't know what this could be. Not a father. I'm not even really a blood uncle. I mean, my niece and nephew are not even involved in motorsports whatsoever. So that being said, I don't know what happened, but there was a transition and it needs to end. Specifically because we need to realize, why did we get into this in the first place? Why did we get into an outlaw cart in the first place? Why did we get into a motocross, into motocross in the first place? Why did we get into short course off-road? Because we enjoyed it. Simple. Yes, I know it's expensive. Yes, I know it can be strenuous, but it is what you make it. If you want to make an experience like my 10 years in motocross racing last the entirety of that child's life because let's face it we're not all gonna go pro we're not all gonna be huge yes we would love to do it but i watch kids even from the 65 class go all the and all the way up to intermediate overly stress themselves about results overly stress themselves about social media which that even might now that i bring that up that might even be another problem the admin of social media for me the closest thing I had to social media when I raced was, I, I think, what was it? It was sponsorhouse.com, and then it turned into Hook It, where you would upload a profile and you would get sponsors. Now, let's face it, a lot of them seem to be, if you hit a certain algorithm, okay, yeah, we'll do this. We'll give you a discount. I loved every minute of that. I had a spy discount for the entirety I rode, and I love spy goggles, and I, I love their stuff to this day, even though you'll always see me wearing heatwave sunglasses. Why? Because heat waves epic. Let's just be honest. So, but back to my whole thing. I watch, I've now, in the last two and a half years, seen kids from, we'll say, the 65 class up to intermediate struggle mentally, 
want to quit and just it's become such a mental game and it needs to stop parents let's be the change and i know this is sounding awfully political right now so bear with me here let's be the change and i've seen parents i've seen parents damn near go bankrupt just to keep their kids riding and that's amazing i mean it's not amazing but the love behind that is amazing but if there's one thing i can say from this always bestow in your child the ability to just you we are here to enjoy ourselves we're not here for anything else if you go pro if you get your if you get your ama pro card if you get your ama pro card and ride one season in motocross or supercross and you come out unscathed you've made it to the top you can bow out and be okay i've seen guys do that i've seen guys make it to your top level AMA, arena cross, motocross, supercross, ride one season and they're good because they go and move on with life. Because that once you make it to that level, only such a small fraction of people actually can do that for the rest of their lives or do that until the age of 30. Now, right now, I'm speaking to you guys at 34 years old. If I wouldn't have broken my back when I was 15, my whole goal I set for myself was I wanted to get my AMA Pro card. And run at least one season of West Coast Nationals. That was it. I started riding at 14. Kind of like Tim Ferry did. If you want to go back and follow history. If I was set up to do that. I had a former pro that had a motocross track across the little valley from me. I used to ride at his house three four times a week. I was set up to do that. But when I spent three months not even being able to lift anything heavier than a dinner plate, my mindset changed. Now, that brings me back, like I said, full circle to my topic here, mindset. My mindset changed. Key in on what I just said. My mindset went, I'm just going to do this as long as I can do this and enjoy myself while I'm doing it. And what did you guys see? For those of you that still remember me when I rode, what did you guys see? You guys saw the guy that would jam to the track on a Thursday night at Riverfront Park in a lifted Toyota pickup, blaring country music. I had a Honda with yellow handguards. I still get shit about that to this day. <laughs> well, who puts yellow handguards on a Honda? This guy. I had pinup girls on my forks. They actually were Lady Luck. Big shout out to Guts Racing back when they did they did graphics. And they had this French maid that said Lady Luck. on, And I was like, I want those on my forks. And that was a topic of conversation for, I want to say three, four years. <laughs> I thought that was the greatest thing ever. So, mindset. Now think back, like, Ricky Williams, if you're listening to this. You always knew how I was just happy-go-lucky, whatever. I'd be sitting on the starting line and I'd be watching kids get all jittery. Like, trying to do jumping jacks behind their bike and stuff like that. And I'm just sitting on my bike, just looking into the first turn. Just visualizing. I'm going to go into that first turn. I'm going to come out, oh, I don't know, sixth, seventh. And then I have four laps to try my best to stay there. Now, where did I get that mindset from? My dad didn't race motocross. My dad rode dirt bikes on the weekends with friends. This was just something I developed. Might I have had enough intuition in this size extra large head of mine, which, by the way, it is a size eight. 25 inches around, it's huge. For those of you that don't know, 
For those of you that do know, you know. So, mindset. Where did it all come from for me? I can't tell you. Because, to be completely honest, I don't know. But, what I can tell you is, my entire 10 years I rode, I had the most fun physically possible. Now let's bring that, let's break that back. Because I talked enough about motocross right now. Short course off-road and outlaw cards. As you guys, as a lot of you guys do know, I am the announcer for Empire Mind Speedway, an up-and-coming outlaw cart program in Grass Valley, and short course off-road for East Street MX Park, as well as basically whenever else I get, I get a phone call. And it's great. I love it. Because it, it's challenging for me as an announcer because I have more action. A lot of motocross races, they just separate. And it's not as, it, it, it doesn't keep my head and my brain rolling like short course off-road. Where I can only have two guys in a class, but if they're running literally nerf bar to nerf bar with each other for the entirety of that race, that is damn entertaining for me. And I do my best to parlay that to you. So... Short course off-road. I have seen a lot in the last two years of short course off-road. Between NorCal Rock Racing and East Street MX Park, it's definitely been quite a thing for me to jump into. Now, different environment, a lot more money, two more wheels. But I, what I see there is I see such a different mindset. I see the mindset that we had when I raced motocross amongst these kids and these families that are involved in short course off-road. And it is, if anybody is interested in making a change from motocross, come to East Street MX Park and just walk around. You don't even have to watch the, watch the race at all times. Just walk around, meet people, shake hands. I guarantee you it'll be one of the friendliest crowds you've ever met. Guaranteed. Even NorCal Rock Racing, I can say the same because it's a lot of the similar. It's a lot of similar people. So, with all that being said, it I see that the family atmosphere, you know, multiple families. We have families that come up from the Central Valley. We have families that come from Reno. I mean, if you're going to make a drive from Reno to Marysville to go so your kid can race, that's awesome. Like I I can't wrap my mind around that, but that is I. I commend those people. And if they're listening to this right now, they all know who they are. So it's interesting for me because I see a lot of different mindsets. All the way from a, just so I don't draw names here, a seven, eight-year-old all the way up to a teenager. And that seven or eight-year-old gets in a brand new car. Brand new car she hasn't had a whole heck of a lot of time in other than just the fact she's lucky enough to have a track at home. And she is, oh, I just said she. Okay, it's a she. She is a she. I shouldn't say it. Never mind. So said person is just always so happy. Always happy. Every time I see them, they're always very, very happy. And I, I love it. I soak every minute of it up. Because they always come up, say, come say hi to me, come hang out in the announcer's tower, like, like most do, and I, I enjoy every minute of it. Because I love that positive energy. Now, first race of the season, said person doesn't perform like they did the season prior. Brand new car, I get it. So does their father. 
and they just went, oh, well, I have another race tomorrow. I'll still have fun. And I, I hear that out of somebody that's, I want to say they are seven, eight years old. And I just, it blows my mind because that to me is next level. They are not focused on trying to get points to go to Loretta Lynn's. They're not trying to focus. They're not putting pressure on themselves and their family is not putting pressure on themselves to do anything bigger. They're just going out of their way drinking all the Coors Light in the world. I think her, their dad just realized who I was talking about and doing everything they can to support their kid in every way, shape or form, even giving up his own seat in a race truck just to support this kid. So big shout out to him. If he hasn't figured it out, he knows exactly who I'm talking about. So once again, cheers to you, buddy. But therein lies mindset. Now here's the mindset of a seven or eight year old. And I go, wow, this is unbelievable. Now let's shift it over to a teenager. Let's shift it over to a teenager. There's only a few of them, so they might know who I'm talking about because I happen to pick on said person quite a bit. But I've seen said person make tremendous changes in their driving abilities and definitely become an all-new driver as of, as of this season. So I'm talking to him about just what's going on with the race, what's going on with the, with the car. I like getting this feedback, especially from the kids, just because, like, I, I like being about it, and I like knowing what's going on. And then, like I always tell people, the announcer sees everything, absolutely everything. Well, their first inclination was to highlight the differences in their car and their competitors. And I said, okay, you, you just highlighted the differences between your car and your competitor's car. I said, you know what can't be bought and put on your car? Driving skill. So if you feel said other person has more car, outdrive them. And I watched their face light up because it was something they didn't think about. Now, granted, said person's father, established class one off-road racer, big, huge background, Props to him as well. Another one of my favorite parents. I mean, I don't have a said favorite. They're all my favorites. But in said person's case, it just had to be brought to them in a different perspective. And the next thing you know, the mindset can be changed. Because when somebody that is not family, which this happens sometimes, somebody that's not family, somebody that's not super close, goes, hey, before you go and highlight what the difference between your car is and somebody else's outdrive them. That's it. Outdrive them. And I've seen that happen being an avid sprint car fan myself. I've seen guys in 360 sprint cars outdrive guys in four tens. Now, for those of you that don't know, 360, four ten, that's the size of the motor. Four ten, big, huge motor, 360, not quite so big, you know, huge horsepower difference between the two but i've watched a 360 hang with a 410 i've watched a v6 this is how long i've been into sprint cars i've watched v6 360s hang with v8 360s that alone was insane as long ago back when i was a, i was a kid you would watch 
there were a, usually a few people that had V6s that could run with as a 360. Which, if you look at the, today's sprint car racing, it's completely different. But we're not talking sprint cars. We're talking short course off-road. So, once again, it all boils back to mindset. If you feel like, and this is for the younger ones that are listening, because I know a few do. Hi, Jordan Skaggs. <laughs> she claims she listens to every episode. If you claim, if you feel like you're at a disadvantage because of your car. Now, if you're 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, and you have the privilege of being able to race a side-by-side, let's be honest, your $15 an hour job at Chick-fil-A isn't paying for that car. You have a lot of backing and a lot of support. So... Don't highlight the differences between your car and your competitor's car. Figure out ways you can outdrive them. Now, when you all listen to that, even the younger guys in the audience, guys and gals, you know, and all this can that little piece of advice can be given all the way down to your 170 class. That alone can be enlightening. Because, you know, you've you've got mothers and fathers that spend hours and hours and drink cases and cases of beer in a garage trying to figure out how to make their kid's car faster when that kid's competitor's parents are doing the exact same thing. It's definitely, excuse me if you guys caught that on my microphone, it's definitely been an interesting experience to hear. So, but that also revolves back to mindset. If you focus on, you know, even if you do finish third out of fourth people, or fourth people, third out of four people, but you focus on the fact that you had a good time and you learned a lot, that's what matters. In the grand scheme of things, that's what matters. Not trying to get a hold of a of a Pro 2 ride in championship off-road racing series. Not trying to get a hold of a, a Geyser Brothers trophy truck to go run Baja. That you had fun in the present day. Mindset. Now here's something else I've seen that I'm also, and I'm going to be completely honest here and upfront, and that I'm not a fan of. Pushing children, and I've seen this in children, pushing children so hard to gain something that you have not achieved yourself and you're trying to live through your kid. Now, I'm not calling anybody out at all, but I've witnessed this, and like I said, I'm not here to insult, I'm not here to antagonize, I'm not here to frustrate, I'm not here to annoy, I'm just here to state facts. And the facts are, this is something that is witnessed in motorsports, I've seen it also in in team sports, baseball, football, basketball, soccer, hockey, it's a mindset, is what's been the theme of my talk so far, mindset. So you get a parent that has a kid that has a talent and you push him and you push him and you push him and you push him. There was a kid who, for instance, I raced motocross with, well, I, I, he was a couple classes below me, but I was, I always saw him at the track. If he had a rough day or a rough moto, I watched his dad scream at him until he cried. Even recently I seen a kid and I don't, 
I didn't hear the context of the conversation, but I caught a lot of the context of the conversation that this kid finishes second place in his second moto. And it was great. I watched, obviously, announcer. I watched the whole thing. I commentated the whole thing. It was like watching a supercross race, I can guarantee it, because of how these kids were riding. And for some reason, he gets back to his truck, and his dad is just chewing him out. Now, like I said, I didn't catch the complete context. I didn't catch completely what it was about. But that's inexcusable. Your kid just rode his butt off. That would be like my dad chewing me out for crashing my bike in the corner, like I said earlier. But what did my dad do? My dad went and told anybody and everybody that we knew together that that was one of his most proud moments of me. So to wrap this up, guys, because I know it's getting late. Mindset means the world to the next generation. Mindset will help groom the next generation of racers. Mindset will also help groom these these up-and-coming kids. And when I say up-and-coming kids, that realistically can be 18 years of age and younger. If you are one of those ones that pride yourself on being a supportive family, props to you. Because I see it. I see it in how your kids conduct themselves. I see it in how your kids act. I see it in how your kids act when I put a microphone in front of their face. These, this group of kids that is coming up lately, and especially when I see them on podiums, it, 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 I was losing, let me put it, this into perspective, I was starting to lose my faith in the next generation solely because of what I was seeing. You know, the slang, the TikTok dances, the this, the that. And then I got back into I got back into the racing world and I started meeting these kids, this crop of kids that you can already tell they spend more time in the garage with dad, or a garage with one of their buddies working on a car, or something to that extent, where their social skills are next level, where their maturity is next level for how old they are, where it just it bestows hope. And I'm hoping for those of you that are listening to this and listen to the entirety of it and catch this absolute end, that it will bestow hope in you as well when you just open your eyes and see what's around you. This next generation, whether these kids grow up to be pro short course drivers and pro twos and pro fours, whether they grow up to be desert racing legends, whether they grow up to be pro motocross racers and get a factory ride, whether they grow up to be World of Outlaws sprint car drivers or NASCAR racers or Indy cars, whatever. Or they just choose to stop at 23 years old because they know they need to get their life underneath them. An adult, kind of like I did, 23 years old, I pulled the plug. I said, I, don't, I can't do this anymore. I need to move out of the house. I need to, get an, I need to actually pursue a legitimate career. Because working at dirt bike shops is cool when you're 21, 22. But it's not conducive to what you're going to do with the rest of your life. So with that being said, guys, my name is Ian McAdam. As always, a pleasure to have a microphone in front of me and this platform to kind of bring this up because I feel like, I feel like I've been needing to talk about this for a while.
and I had to do it in kind of a ambiguous format just because like I said and I'll, I'll if you've made it all the way to this I have not meant to insult anyone annoy anyone frustrate anyone no bad vibes at all I more or less want to take in unison every single supportive family from motocross to motocross short course off-road and outlaw cards which I've seen a lot in my almost three years of doing this. And I want to congratulate every single one of you for raising awesome children. And thank you for bestowing my hope into the next generation. So with that being said, guys, follow us on Instagram, Adventures of Poncho and Sancho. Poncho Sancho 15 is our discount code for Sweet Aroma CBD. Definitely go check them out. Big shout out to Dirt Coffee Company, as well as I would not be where I'm at without East Street MX Park. So until next time, guys, hopefully I can get Sancho back off of his uh, maternity leave and we'll talk to you soon.